Hi guys, Real Talk with Tracy. I want to tell you how angry I am and upset I am with Castaic California Animal Shelter. I know many animal shelters put dogs down, and I thought they did that when the kennels were full. I thought they did that when they had a vicious dog that can't be adopted. I thought they did that when they have a dog that's on the way out that's like deaf and blind and suffering. But I didn't think that they did that when the shelters are partially empty and you have beautiful dogs that are completely adoptable and they're killing them right and left. I am so sick of seeing this. I am so thoroughly disgusted by this and there's no reason for this when the shelter is not even full. You have to start wondering, do they get paid like per head as they put these dogs down? Is there like a goal? Is there pressure put on these people that work there that they have to kill so many dogs a week? I never even knew they put dogs down till recently and I've lived here for over 20 years. And there's a wonderful organization, Friends of Castaic Shelter, that I had on my Facebook. And you know what? I can't stomach it anymore. I can't see a beautiful video like the one I saw today that was taken yesterday of a gorgeous German shepherd that's playing with the volunteer and laying on its back and sticking out his tongue and is really playful and jovial and happy. And then the, and then the headline says, this dog was euthanized. I don't want to see this anymore. But I don't want but I but I don't want to look the other way either. I want to do something about this. I hate the fact that Castaic Shelter continues to do this. A shelter that is not full. A shelter that is putting down completely adoptable dogs. The last couple German shepherds that were put down that I saw pictures of and even worse videos of. This is freaking ruining my mental health and breaking my heart. If you know of anybody I can talk to, I've already left messages with like Congress people, the woman that supposedly is in charge of all the shelters, and nobody seems to give a shit or get back to me. So I'm just angry that this is happening. I'm upset because something needs to be done. And I believe it starts with education. It starts with not getting a puppy. If you think it's just going to be rainbows and unicorns. And then you find out what it's really like. And it's work. And it's a living thing. And you have to nurture it. And you have to train it. And you have to clean up after it. And it gets sick and it needs shots and it has to go to the vet. And you have to give it love and attention and it may tear up your house when it's a puppy or eat your shoes. And then what happens is these puppies or dogs just get dumped. There's no consequences for stupid owners. These dogs get dumped and they just keep getting killed. They get killed every day of the week. 
just one after the other. I don't know who the hell has this job. You could not pay me a million dollars a year to do this. I wouldn't do it. Not for a million dollars a year. So, um, just really, really, really angry and I'm sick of it. And I'm sick of seeing people online that get a puppy and then just decide, ah, it went poopy in my house. I don't like that. They dump it off at the shelter. It threw up on my rug. Ooh, I don't like that. Let's dump it at the shelter. Or even worse, let's just go out to the desert. Let's just drive up the 14 freeway and let's just drop this dog off in the middle of the desert. And then we'll just drive away and we'll go out and have pizza dinner with our family and we're just not going to give a shit. What the hell has happened to our society that people could be so freaking ruthless or they decide, oh, we're going to move. We can't take the dog with us. Well, there's no water or food, but we're just going to leave the dog in the apartment and good riddance. Bye-bye. You know, and then the dog is crapping all over the apartment and starving to death for a week. When are people going to be more responsible in our society and start treating our animals with love and respect and care? Please educate your friends and neighbors and family and don't go spend all this money to buy a perfect little puppy unless you're willing to step up to the plate and do everything that's necessary to raise it and love it until the very end, until it gets old and elderly and maybe it craps in your house or pees itself or maybe vomits a few times. I have a 16 year old dog who I love so, so, so much. He was a rescue, he was abused. He had BBs in his chest because he was used for target practice. And he was in a shithole of a little tiny, tiny, and the lady tried her best, a little tiny, crappy little shelter in the middle of Lancaster. And she did her best to take care of these dogs because she didn't want to see them put to death. And I met him there, my dog, 12 years ago. I fell in love with him and he was the most screwed up little soul I've ever seen. He had never had a toy. He had never had a bone. He was majorly physically, psychologically screwed up. And I nursed him with my, my husband back to health. And he's an amazing dog. And his name is Sammy. And now he's 16 and he has all sorts of health problems. But he's still loving life. He still has a smile. He could still walk. He could still eat. He still plays with my other dog. But most of all, he sleeps a lot because he's old. And I will keep him to the last day of his life. I would not dare put my dog in a shelter because he's old and he's getting sick. He has seizures. He's on medication. It's expensive. Now he has cancer and I do all this and I'm with him and I love him and adore him because he's given me such great years in both of our lives. And that's what you do. Make a commitment and go to the end. If you're not willing to do that, 
stop buying puppies. Stop supporting something that keeps this vicious cycle of slaughtering animals going every day of the week. You know, when we were locked up with COVID, everybody was like, oh, I'm so lonely. I'm just so lonely. What am I going to do? I have to go get a dog so I'm not so lonely. And everybody rushed out and got a dog. So much so, the people that I knew could not even get a dog. There was like no dogs to be found. Holy shit, it was like a different world. And everybody got a dog and everything was wonderful because they had this dog and the dog you leaned on to be your emotional support all through COVID, all through the lockdown. And then when people went back to work, ah, eh, I don't need them anymore. So we just dump these dogs now who have been there for us and we dump them back in the shelter and we just look the other way and we just drive off and we're like, yeah, it's just, you know, when I was home, it was really nice, but like now I have to go back in the office eight hours a day and yeah, I just don't want to keep the dog anymore. It's like, don't freaking do that. If you're going to make a commitment and the same thing with being a parent. Jesus Christ, I had to go into a foster home at 15 to get away from my abusive aunt. Don't become a parent if you're going to mistreat your child. And maybe that's why I have such a passion for dogs. Because I get what it's like to feel dumped. I get what it's like to be alone for weeks at a time. So... Stop this shit. Um, do whatever you can to educate people around you. If you see abuse happening, whether it's child abuse, dog abuse, any kind of elder abuse, report it. Do things that make society better. I was walking my dog and for some reason came back and decided I still want to walk more. So I'm walking up the street. It's about eight years ago. I live on a hill. And I see something waddling down the street way, way, way far away from me, maybe 10, 10 houses away. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, is that a duck? No. So I keep, I keep walking closer to whatever this is. Looks like a little duck. And I get closer. It's a toddler. Like... I don't even think two years old, with no shoes, walking down the sidewalk. Anybody could have picked up this little girl and she would have been gone. She would have been brutalized. She would have been killed. She could have been raped. God knows what. And she's walking down the street and she looks at me and puts out her arms and starts crying. And I'm thinking, oh my God, where is your mother? Who is this little girl? I mean, a little tiny, like baby that just started walking and I'm about ready after 10 minutes I'm going house to house I'm carrying her around I'm trying to figure out where she lives and I have my phone with me and I press record as this woman drives up you know that's my daughter 
really? Well, I've been out here for 15 minutes because she was out here completely by herself. Oh, yeah. Gee, thanks. I had to go to my sister's and I just left her alone for a little while and I guess she must have crawled out of her crib and gone to the front door and opened the front door. And I started recording on my phone and I said, who are you? She tells me her name. I said, where do you live over here? I said, I want you to promise me because I was very close to calling the police that you will never, ever, ever, ever do this again and leave your daughter. Okay. You know, she was really young. Maybe she was 16 or 17. Okay. So she doesn't know. So I come home. And I want to report her. I want to call the authorities. I don't want the child taken away, but I want her to get educated. And my husband's like, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't call you. You don't know who these people are. You know, what if they get mad at us? I said, don't you realize she could have been picked up and killed? She could have been hit. She could have been attacked by a dog. There's so many things that could have happened to this child. And for some reason, I feel like God put me right there at the right time. So I decided I'm going to call child services. I thought about it for like two days and I couldn't sleep. So I called child services and I gave them the address and the name and everything. And guess what? Oh, we've had so many complaints about her. Really? So what the hell are you guys doing? She needs education. You need to like put her in classes and therapy and make sure that this baby is protected. And so he comes out. He has a conversation. He signs her up for some kind of education. Then he calls me. He wants to come by and see the video. I play the video for him. And I did this because the child has no voice. She's literally like just started speaking and her mom is leaving her and she's old enough to crawl out of the crib and open the front door and just walk down the street. So can we please, please try to be a little more responsible in our society with our children and our kids and our loved ones? And each other. Can we do that? Can we please do that? Thank you for listening.